want to just have a show where I can just watch him <laughs> all the just, time. Just baby, baby, baby monitor, baby Grogu monitor. <laughs> yeah. <show>. yeah. Just <laughs> him in the crib, you know. Oh my gosh. I yeah. need to see a show, but like from the perspective of every babysitter he's had. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be it's great. just like it's just like a what is that? Like first person camera. Yeah, it's just baby girl. It's like a chest mounted him. GoPro, and he's <laughs> yeah. just like seeing all of the people. Oh, he's so cute! Like yeah, right? he's face. just like eating those cookies. Uh. <laughs> Call for reinforcements. <laughs> going guys welcome back hello there podcast Ooh. second episode well i don't know i guess we're technically this will be the first the other one was a trial episode zero <laughs> episode first, quote unquote first the thing yeah run, whatever you yeah. want to call it you know oh dang it i should have opened it right in the mic is some asmr <laughs> i can do it Logan mountain can opening. Get i got mine ASMR. so here we go we're gonna open the mountain dew on camera oh feel the force Yes. All right, anyways. <laughs> you want to you sip really loud into the mic, too? <laughs> oh, gosh. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we weren't we weren't as prepared this week, so we didn't make a drink. So, I mean, we got... It, it, at least it's blue. It's like, you know, blue milk, but yeah. Mountain Dew. Blue, blue, blue battery dew. acid. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's blue actually dew. true. <laughs> got some great. voltage going, so... All right, guys. Yeah, I feel like um, we got some blue dubeck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. Uh-huh. I like that. All right. Um, so yeah, let's just start it off. Um, I guess well, we, we kind of we don't really have a intro stuff to go over today. Everyone kind of we did that covered it last week. So um, we made some really sweet looking Galaxy's Edge food. We got some bacon wrapped onion rings. Pretty much. Let's bring that yeah. bad boy oh, yeah. out. Here we go. So these are rings of hudala, is what they are called. I don't know why I folded gentries. But I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you need twice the thickness. Yeah. If anybody Fancy. needs some extras, we've got some. So Thank you. Let me know. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm just gonna read over the description. It's literally just bacon wrapped onion slices with um, some some hot sauce on the onion rings or the onion slices, I guess. And, and there's then... garam masala in there as well, which is like a curry spice. So hopefully it's good. I mean, it I mean, smells amazing. Brown sugar coated on the bacon and stuff. So uh, the planet Hudala is an enormous gas giant orbited by some of the largest rings in the galaxy. It's truly impressive to behold, but not nearly as impressive as the sim- the what? The sumptuous snack- <laughs> Thanks, what? thanks. The sumptuous snack that shares its name. Look, I'm well aware that this ain't the first time someone sliced up an onion, coated it with something delicious, and served it next to a sandwich. Excuse me. But these baked beauties have got something special that sets them apart from the traditional onion ring. They've traded breading for puffer pig bacon. Ooh, it's Ooh. puffer pig bacon. I didn't even know. I didn't even yeah. read this before <laughs> I made it. This looks amazing. That's right. Each and every ring is wrapped in juicy strips of meat for a flavor that's bigger than any gas giant. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> even better, the bacon is coated with a mixture of sugar and spice that caramelizes onto the surface uh, onto the surface of the rings as they cook. The real hudala might be a glorious sight, but believe me when I say that these rings are a true wonder. And I have to agree, they look pretty good. They look super good. Rather excellent. They smell rather excellent. Take a few, we got plenty. So we've got. um, Oh, they did stick to each other. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's fine. Super, super caramelized brown sugar on top of these onions. I mean, for those listening just audio wise, you can kind of imagine. They smell Um, amazing. Yeah, just on top of there, I think. Yep. Yeah, go for it. So, uh, grab one of these. That's really hot on my hand. Is it? (laughs) Don't don't burn yourself. Sorry, these are pretty fresh. 
Oh, they Here, Kate, we put those back over there. Yeah, they do yeah. smell quite fantastic. All so right. uh, we're all just gonna indulge. Now go for it, yeah, man. Shall we go? go? For it's it. good yeah, stuff. Let's take it. a bite. I'm a fatty. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that bacon turned out good. That's like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good bacon. Mm. Bacon, bacon. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Well, as we onion just has eat, like yeah. a perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like crunch to it. Like it's not. Oh crunchy, man. But that's yeah. Good. That looks super <laughs> awesome. <laughs> For the audio listeners, you know. The I do listeners. like it. Got to get some like ASMR. Reminds me of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. This will be good amazing. for Star Wars Thanksgiving, but you know. Gas, gas giant Thanksgiving. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I don't even like bacon, and this was scrumptious. Wow, I'm making a mess. <laughs> Nobody look at me. <laughs> so yeah, um, what do you guys want to rate this? What should we do out of ten? We need to come up with an out of ten system. This is oh, pretty yeah. good. I'm saying eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah, I'd give it. I I'd say probably like. Yeah, I don't know, man. It might be an 8 out of 10 for me, too. That's It's not, like, the best thing in the world, but it's really good. Oh. I'd give it, like, a 7.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'd give it 7.5 Jawas. Jawas? <laughs> yeah. I like it. We have 7.5 Utinis. Utini. <laughs> <laughs> it is better than last week's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The cheese stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Those are good, though. Freaking, that's, yeah. yeah there were good. no cheese, yeah. actually, I like the soup. in last week's. <laughs> just looked like it. Mm -hmm. The onion, I like that it's not all the way soft, but that's just me. Like, maybe we could have cooked it for longer, but... Yeah, that's super good. Give me another one. <laughs> hey, you're gonna have this one. Are you good? Yeah. Thanks, man. I ate before I came, ah. so... Well, thank you. Anyone Sweet. else? Here for another? I'm stirring it. I'll try not to eat Good so for much. right now. <laughs> we have plenty, so... Also, I feel bad, guys. Sorry, I need to apologize for last week. I felt like I was really talking over everyone. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. No, man. Also, if you saw last week's episode, uh, point out how many times we said phenomenal because <laughs> it was a it lot. It was so many times. I didn't realize as it was happening. I went back and listened and watched it, and I was like, wow. I think everything's <laughs> phenomenal. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Ooh, okay. So, speaking of that, um, we need to talk about Thrawn, dude. Apparently. Uh, they want the, I can't think of his name, I need to look it up. The voice actor who played, did the voice for Thrawn in Star Wars Rebels. He is being very heavily eyed for the live action Thrawn. Oh. That's who people want, which I'm like, that makes a lot of sense and I think it would be perfect because that, Thrawn's another one that his voice would be very tricky to get. I would need to see um, a picture of him. I still have my eyes on Robert Downey Jr. He, he got Thrawn? his voice down. Really? You're into that? In the <laughs> Robert, I could see voice. it. Like, actually, I could. Let's see, um, Thrawn, voice actor. I forgot his name. It's, it's going to be, people are going to yell at me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lars Mikkelsen, I think is how it's pronounced. M Michelson? Mikkelsen? I'm pretty sure Mikkelsen. Mm -hmm. But he's got the cheekbones for it, for sure. If he was blue and had the right hair, dude. Yeah, I, I yeah they could make him look sure. just <laughs> like that. I think that would yeah. perfect. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's absolutely great at the voice. Yeah. He does a super, super good job um, with Thrawn. Like, it's iconic at this point, the way that Thrawn sounds from <laughs> Rebels, I think. He's just... Very collected and very drawn about everything. I don't know. I can't do <laughs> the drawn voice. <laughs> but yeah, that's I think super cool. Um, that kind of it's kind of sad to see for me personally. Like um, 
these other, these, it's not sad, it's super cool to see the voice actors jumping over into live action as their characters, but it makes me sad for Ashley, who voices Ahsoka, not getting Especially the same opportunity. Her. I understand why and everything that they went with Rosario. Rosario did a fantastic job, I think, personally, but it's like, oh man, that must be such a bummer to see like all these other people that you got to work with and like see them transition just right into the live action characters, you know, so hopefully that's not deal and I really hope we get cool. to see Ahsoka in animation It'd more It'd be still. a really cool cameo if Ashley could at least just show yeah, up in the Ahsoka cool. show at some point. Yes. Like, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I that'd hope they just have awesome. something for her. Cause, uh, yeah. She deserves something, mm -hmm. for sure. And that, going along again with Thrawn, his voice actor being cast mm -hmm. as a live-action version of him, uh, allegedly, it hasn't been confirmed, that's just if people are, you know, they're citing that, but a lot of rumors have been coming out now, too, that the Ahsoka show is basically going to be a live-action Rebels sequel show. Oh, gotcha. So I heard a lot about um, them wanting to do a Rebel sequel show, uh, to kind of show the story of Ahsoka and Sabine looking for Ezra and Thrawn. But apparently awesome. that was already in development, but the first bit that they had done, apparently it's been scrapped in favor of them doing a live-action version in Ahsoka. Oh. So they're probably going to kind of do that story for the Ahsoka show, which I think Dang. will be super cool. That'll be really cool. I, I yeah. can't wait to see... Uh... Ezra, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I, I, they've got to do it. Even if it's not about the Rebels crew in the sequel, like, mm -hmm. uh, in the Ahsoka show as a sequel series, like, they're still clearly looking for Thrawn. So if they're looking for Thrawn, it's pretty likely they're still looking for Ezra, so. I have yeah, expected What actor to see. would you say would play the best Ezra? Oh, man. For Ezra? I don't know. That's a hard one, dude. Because you have to have the right look for yeah. Ezra. Like, did you have somebody in mind? I was thinking Aramis Knight from... He in uh, what's that show called? The Badlands. Uh, oh yeah, the, the Badlands. Yeah, dude, he would be good for like a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think he has that good look. I saw some other people that uh, were online that were good choices for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's one that's heavily. Lots of people really wanted. He is kind of being a bit of a troll. Um, Rahul, Rahul, I can't think of his, yeah, Rahul Kohli. Okay. A lot of people were speculating that he was actually going to be, yes. um, Ezra um, in... Mandalorian? <laughs> yeah, in Mandalorian. That's what I was saying, I half expected to see him. And I think he would be a really good older Ezra. He's got yeah, that yeah, that about. Cool. I, I forgot about that one. Yeah. He's in, um... I think the house on Haunted Hill. He's in. He's in quite a few things. He's oh, also in I Zombie um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I think he would be really. I think it would be pretty cool as him. I think he'd be a good choice for an older yeah. option. Yeah, and it'd be cool to see the other kid as a younger Ezra. I think he'd be a perfect choice from Into the Badlands. Actually. Yeah, I can't. What did you say his name was? Hermes Knight. Hermes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think he did a great job on that show, and he's got the physicality for it. It seems like too. Yeah, for, for sure. Being like a Jedi kind of character, so that would be super cool. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of. An interesting take that um, I feel like, from what I've read and seen, Disney's pushing harder for the live-action stuff, so that's why they kind of scrapped the idea of doing a Rebel sequel show in animation. They yeah. want it to be more in live-action, which I totally understand. That seems like Disney's kind of agenda, if you will, lately. They've been transferring all the ideas. It seems like they're doing all their old movies and making them live-action and stuff, which yeah. I'm here for. I really am into the live-action stuff, but um, at the same time, I really hope that animation you know still has a place in the star wars universe and we still get to see that shine through because i know the bad batch the animation style i would love to see more oh like i'm sure that. i'm sure we'll see more from them and especially yeah. i just i really want ashley to give you know be, be ahsoka again because i love her that to me that's always going to be ahsoka as ashley Exton, and she sure. brings such 
emotion and depth to that character, and it, it was her, you know, up until Rosario. But I'm also, at the same time, super excited to see it passed over to Rosario Dawson and uh, see how she does as live-action Ahsoka, so. Yeah, for sure. I really want to eat that, but I'm like, I gotta keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so the other big thing that came out this week that I am super thrilled about is uh, the Lucasfilm Games being rebranded as Lucasfilm Games. So yeah. basically, it's going to be oh, so cool. I'm so excited. Like beforehand, um, they never... They, so what was it? Like early 2000s, they had um, like the LucasArts games, and those were, yeah. that's, they were, they were... They had so many killer games coming out. They had like... Th those were like my childhood games. Like we had Force Unleashed one and two, the original mm -hmm. Battlefront games, yeah. the oh, Battle Star Wars Front. Bounty Hunter. Yeah, yeah, which I'm like, okay, those are just iconic. all super killer cool. games. And this isn't really them recreating that company. They're just rebranding their whole gaming thing to Lucasfilm Games. But what's super cool about this is that it seems like EA no longer has um, exclusive rights. Yeah, it's like they obviously no longer have exclusive rights to Star Wars games, which. I'm super happy about like yeah. the stuff that EA put out. It was really fun. Battlefront Two is probably the EA version is probably my most played Star Wars game. Yeah, especially with de you. Definitely fun. The Battlefronts. Yeah. That they came out with and Fallen Order was also an awesome game. I mm -hmm. love Fallen Order. Yeah, um, a lot of people loved that game. But just to see they've already come out and announced that uh, they've been working with Ubisoft yeah. to make wow. a Star Wars open world game, which is what we have all wanted for the longest time. <laughs> that would so, be crazy. I know no one really liked the microtransaction things for Battlefront, and it, it has its problems, for yeah, sure. Like, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So it would be nice to see other companies come in, even, even if they have their problems, too. Like. Yeah, <laughs> just to give them another shot, just to see, like, what else can be made, you know, instead of... I'm, I just think it's great because they're no longer limiting... Limit, limiting it to um <laughs> be ea because like they've only pumped out what four or five games the entire time they've had the license i don't even think it's five i'm pretty sure it's only the four games they've had the two battlefronts squadrons yeah. and um fallen order and they would promise a lot of things and then they just wouldn't deliver yeah mm -hmm. that's kind of what it battlefront seemed, for sure <laughs> and to be fair they did really fix battlefront 2 it had a ton of issues at launch but going mm -hmm. like forward like they put a lot of work into that, and I think that game is great. And it's cool that, you know, they aren't taking the rights away from EA completely. It's just no longer exclusive. So EA still is going to have some projects yeah. in the works. And I'm hoping that one of them is a Battlefront 3, and they actually get it right this time, have a good launch, and it just goes off. Oh, so. I'm super excited for the open world, like, yes. uh, be like Fallen Order, like, times 10 it'll be awesome yeah yeah i believe that's what yeah i was really hoping the same thing and uh you were saying a little bit that you wanted it to kind of be like a if it was it'd be sweet if it was like a destiny or like a no man's sky kind of thing where there were different planets you could jump to yeah, yeah. Be really i cool. think that'd be super fun um especially if you can like one of my favorite things is being able to go and explore just in space yeah. i love that doing that really yeah. cool so having it be a uh like a no man's sky thing where you can just take your ship and fly into space and even if there's nothing out there it's uh I think it'd be super fun to get started with that. It'd be cool to do, like, light speed jumping between, like, planets yeah, and exactly. stuff. Like, going to, like, Hoth and Tatooine, just, like, mm -hmm. all the iconic planets. That would be, like, amazing. And just, like, in Assassin's Creed and stuff, like, you can customize your, like, ship. Yeah. Like, I would, would love to do so that. Oh, like, man. Like, your spaceship, like... You, know, like you could like choose a size if you're like yeah. if you want to be a rebel or if you want to be like that would be yeah so that's what we were thinking cool. me and Logan were talking a little bit at work about this that it would be so cool if they did kind of an Assassin's Creed type thing I'm hoping that 
since it's Ubisoft, it's a little bit, you know, similar to an Assassin's Creed in the, in the scale of the world, but, um, it'd be sweet to see skill trees where each skill tree has, like, you can go down, like, a Jedi path or a Sith path or a bounty hunter, or, like, a smuggler, yeah. like, you choose your story kind of a thing. And they have said uh, that they want this to be a story-based game as long as an open world, you know? So yeah. that should be super cool. It would be nice to, like in Fallen Order also, how they, you could customize your lightsaber. That'd be yeah. Really that would be so oh, they've got a, <laughs> So fun. For sure. They've really got to like kill it with the customization because that's a huge thing. I, people love that. They love to like relate to the character they're playing in a video game, so you have to make it so yeah, that you, you can feel like have it's like you a, a little bit. character that... Like, a different species, like mm -hmm. kind of Skyrim. You can choose your yes, yeah, yeah, like, like really awesome. Like Togruta versus also. like humans or like you know Twi'leks, all sorts of different cool things. Like, yeah. and I really hope that if it's like along the lines of Assassin's Creed, I keep I keep relating to that because that's like those are some of my favorite games. It'd mm -hmm. be so cool to see like boss fights, but more as like monster battles, kind of what they did in um, Fallen Order, but like on a different scale too. It'd be super cool. Yeah, so. that would be. Yeah, I think it'd be super fun to see, um, like, world events also. Yes. Um, like, it, it would be, like, a boss battle or something like that, but it's, like, in a, in a big multiplayer, like, setting, uh, you have all of them come in and go, yeah. That'd be so <laughs> cool, man. Oh, man. Yeah, if you can't tell, we're uh, pretty big video game nerds here. Mm. I know, Katie, you're not as uh, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know into time, it but... on there, but no, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully with this new thing, it means that there's going to be more um kind of unique games coming out that'll like yeah. appeal to other people who aren't as into it too i think yeah. that'd be really cool mm -hmm. and it, even still it's like cool to see like it would be cool to like dive into something i've never done before too yeah definitely. It'd be cool if they had like batu too like as a planet oh, on there love that. it would be so cool to like like just jump in there and see everything and then you could also kind of get a feel if you can't like make it to disneyland or disney mm -hmm. world it'd be cool to like get a feel for it yeah the game. sure What's another cool thing that they recently just came out with is in, um, I think it's The Sims 4. They actually did a journey to Batu, really so you can play in The Sims oh, and go to Galaxy's so Edge cool. and check it out, which I'm like, okay, that'd be pretty sweet. I'm not be awesome. big on The Sims, but it'd be fun to go explore it and everything. Yeah, so. that'd be awesome. That's super fun. Something that I want to see is, uh, like, we have all the, the big worlds, like uh, like Tatooine and everything, and those yeah. will be in the game. Yeah, I want to no see, like, sure. smaller worlds that are, like, yes. less yes. known about also. Especially exploring them if it's an open world Yeah, game. if it's an open oh, yeah. world game and you see all these, like, these tiny worlds that are just like briefly mentioned or just yep. briefly talked yep. about. Like, so dude, awesome. I think that'd be super sweet. That was one of the things I loved the most about Fallen Order was exploring Ilum, the yeah. lightsaber crystal oh, planet, and the dang. it showed in there that it's being transitioned into Starkiller Base for the First Order. So that was an awesome like bridge oh, yeah. from the uh, the the prequel so trilogy cool. to the sequel trilogy, just like showing everything that's going on there, and it's an mm -hmm. unexplored, like, you really don't see a lot of that in Star Wars media, so I thought it was super cool, but yeah, I'd love yeah, to see stuff awesome. like that. That'd be super cool. And another thing that I've heard a lot of talk about and that people really want is, like, a, a pet system to have, like, either, yes. like, some oh kind gosh. of, like, animal or something that can follow you, or I think it'd be awesome to do droids. Like, that and would I would be love so sweet. it. You could do, like, either, a, like, a pet or a droid. You could yeah. have, like, a yeah. wolf cat it... or, like, a kawaki yes. and lizard monkey. Yes, like, exactly. Do, so like, a loath wolf. But I would love to see, like, astromechs or, like, a protocol droid. And I would <laughs> absolutely love it yes. if they tied it back to Fallen Order and gave you, like, a BD series droid. Yeah. BD-1. Love BD-1. Well, yeah. you could Even... do it, like, along with the ship customization. Exactly. Like, you have your yeah. droid. Yes. Like, also, if you could Fix be... your ship for, like, <laughs> whatever. so cool. If you could, like, play as a character, it would be cool to, like, have an 
iconic, like, either pet or droid. Like, with it, like if you were Chewie, you could have, like, a Porg or something. Oh, yeah. Like, that would That'd be, be cool. super cool, That'd too. That'd be super like, cool. pairings. Yeah. If you're, like, 3PO, you could have an R2. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's definitely. just so many animals in the Star Wars, like, yeah. universe. I just want to see them be part of it. Yeah. Get introduced. There's just so much cool. potential for an open world Star Wars oh game. And there's gosh. been a few in development before that have been canned. So yeah. it's like, I really hope that they can pull it together and knock out something amazing. Like we might not see this game for another year or two, but it's like, yeah, I would rather wait it. three years and have it be perfect and amazing. Yeah. You know? I'm willing to wait like with the cyberpunk thing, like they yeah. came out fast. Like if we don't rush them, but still like have it be a an awesome game, I would mm. say. Yeah. For sure. It'd be amazing. It's so cool. No, definitely. Yeah. So that's super cool. I'm super hyped on that. Yeah, I'm glad that they I'm very excited about. rebranded and they can kind of put all of their games that are going to fall under that now. So all the EA games, the new Lego Star Wars game, which I'm super thrilled about. Mm-hmm. I'm super hyped on that. And then um, Lego Star Wars is always amazing. Iconic. <laughs> iconic. Childhood in a game. Yeah. They've also, I've heard that they've been talking to Activision about um, a potential game. So they might do that. I don't really know what they would do. It might be another first person shooter type game. Um, there's, but there's apparently a lot in the works, so I'm super hyped for the future on, uh, Star Wars gaming, and that's, that's one thing yeah. I feel like they've been lacking in a little bit the past few years, so I'm super, <laughs> super hyped on it. Because, yeah. man, these next coming years are gonna be seriously fun. For sure, for sure. It's also kind of cool that, um, apparently the developers, what, Beth- Bethesda, I can never say that Bethesda. Name. They are working on an Indiana Jones game. I guess oh. right now too. Not yeah. really Star Wars related, but it kind of kind of falls under that. You know? Who knows? So. If it's anything like Fallout seventy six, it's gonna be <laughs> that's it's gonna be a tree. That's true. But <laughs> yeah. But either way, Indiana Jones is one of my favorite characters too. Yeah. Anything, so I think that should be pretty cool. Um. So yeah. Um. Kind of sitting here in front of us. Um. We've got a couple of cosplay items that me and Gentry have worked on. Um, I thought it might be kind of fun, Logan. You kind of alluded to it a little bit in the last episode. It might mm-hmm. be cool to just talk a little bit about it. Um, just kind of, you know, that side of the things that we like to do. I think that we're not huge cosplayers. I'm more into creating the costumes than wearing them. Um, like, we've been to, like, a couple of conventions. I think we've only ever actually cosplayed at one Comic-Con. Yeah. But well, they haven't had some, or a lot since the COVID. Yeah. And also so, that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still nice to see that they're trying to do stuff like that, like Comic-Con. And yeah. If you're a cosplayer, maybe we can show like things that maybe we ran into, like some hiccups. Yeah, lots and, of hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> and what maybe other cosplayers can uh, just add to their cosplay that will make it nicer or yeah however they want <laughs> i think that um i would kind of classify myself as like a i, I want to say like a closet cosplayer where it's more like you get the stuff that you already have and bring it you know and just try to incorporate it into um so your build for whatever you're doing i think we're just i think now we're kind of barely transitioning from that into a little bit of we're trying to get a little bit better quality with our builds and stuff we haven't yeah. done a whole whole ton of stuff um but sitting here in front of us we have i'm working on a mandalorian the mandalorian from the show um i'm working on his um episode one armor that you see right off the bat the original like the brown plates and everything um and then we also have next to that me and gentry our first big costume that we really made together was we did a cc tin from the Clone Wars animated show, the original, like the 2003. It's like kind of his space flight suit 
Uh, you see it like it's brief. It's real brief that you see the suit, but we thought it was just such a cool costume that we don't see a, a lot of, and we thought that might be super fun. So we've got those helmets sitting in front of us. Um, you want to kind of talk a little bit about what went on building the CC10 one? Oh, yeah. Um, well, we were watching the Clone Wars from 2000. Yeah, I think it's 2003 that it came yeah, out. Yeah, 2003. Mm. The animation like samurai jack animation it, yeah. it's amazing i love those what i like about the cc10 um we used window tint that you can buy at walmart just like uh for your car but like a big we, roll. we put that as your as the visor which worked yeah. out amazingly it's, cool. it's a little dark <laughs> I mean, compared to some of the other like yeah. actual helmets, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's like I'm sunglasses for what you can see out of it. Yeah, literally. yeah. If it's bright outside, it yeah. works out. <laughs> and uh, for the horns, I wanted to make it more look more like the 2003. Yeah, my version. When you see CC10 in um, live action or in the other Clone Wars, they're more like rounded horns, kind of like laying a little bit closer down towards his um towards his chest i guess you could say but in the uh animated show they've got a very like harsh angle on them pointing outward sorry i'm still eating these freaking onion rings (laughs) 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 yeah they got a harsh angle and what i did was just like curl up some paper and like duct tape it (laughs) (laughs) yep if it works and i made two cones pretty much and then i cut one side and just made the top part from the cut and then the part going out i had to shoot from there the part that was cut and then the normal part who comes out to a point for the horns and then uh christian covered it with bondo and made it look like real like horns like it looks amazing i'm super (laughs) i'm super proud of the way that these turned out they were like it was a really fun project and we we didn't really know very much of what we were doing we're just like we kind (laughs) of just learn as we go with all this stuff so this was super fun we just coated the whole thing with bondo and i didn't sand it down i left really like a textured look so it was almost kind of like a to me, it reminds me of like a deer antler. Yeah, deer mm-hmm. antler. Kind of a sure. thing. And then um, we just painted it from there. So it's like it starts out as a really dark brown and moves into a lighter brown going up. So it kind of looks like it's got that age from it where it's like the part closest to the skull is freshly grown and looks healthier than the ends that are kind of more withered, I guess you could say. Yeah. If you're doing any kind of cosplay, this was a good horn look for, yeah. <laughs> for mine, at least. Bondo. And you can... You can look this up if you're listening on my Scooby Dooberty account. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a couple on pictures on it of my outfit. We made it out of foam mostly. I also got a night helmet. It was like a big night helmet from it's like a cheapy one though from yeah like from DI, which is in Utah, kind of. Just like a thrift thrift store. Yeah. It's like a Goodwill kind of place. Mm, Yeah, Goodwill. That's Mm, it. And, yeah, and it turned out amazing. It did take us like six months to build. Yeah, we were working on it for a while. If you're ever trying to do cosplay, just take an account. It's going to take you 
quite a bit to make things. <laughs> well, I think you guys' cosplay is cool because you kind of have all ends of the spectrum. Like, from when you started out, you had, like, some stuff that was more similar to, like, Disney bounding, you know? Where you, like, yeah, have the pieces light. that, you know, are reminiscent of the characters, but then, like, you also have these, like, full costumes, you know? So, like, mm -hmm. people can just see, like you know, all ends of the spectrum, and you guys are, like, a really great example of that. Oh, thank you, for yeah. sure. And, I mean, that just goes along with, like, the learning process. Like, the CC10 costume, we made the entire thing out of, like, craft paper and then super thin craft foam. Like, we didn't even use, like, EVA floor mats, like, which we were supposed to do, but for us, they were too thick, and we didn't want to take the time to, like, cut them down or sand them down to be the thinness that we wanted of the armor. So we used the craft foam and then, like, the craft paper, glued the foam onto the paper so it gave it a little bit more, like rigidness mm -hmm. and then just cut it and we didn't even get templates or anything we just kind of made our own and tried to make the shapes and everything so wow. if you guys want to check that out you can uh, see it like i say on uh, scooby doo birdie on the instagram there yeah. or uh, on mine i think i have a couple of shots of it too at stay fly sky guy on instagram um but just transitioning from that that was kind of our earlier on build working on this mandalorian costume that i'm working on i got a 3d printer for and i know that not everybody has that you know luxury of having a 3d printer for their builds and it's just like it shouldn't just just do what you like to do you know if costume making is fun for you um definitely invest in it and work on it and that's something that you can pursue and be a part of and that's for me why i wanted to get a 3d printer is because i just love costume making like i haven't even used it to sell anything or make anything that i could sell i've just done it for stuff that i've wanted to have and it's been super fun so but i, I know that everyone's you know not able to either afford it or doesn't have that luxury of stuff and you can definitely do other cosplay things on the cheap which is kind of what we did for a long time, so. Oh, man, but the 3D printer makes it so easy. Yeah. yeah. It's Unless nice. the 3D printer stops working. <laughs> Unless it breaks, <laughs> and then you have to find the whole time you use it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know, Logan, you and uh, your dad do quite a bit of cosplay stuff, too, so you've got a bit of experience in that. Yeah, we do well. a couple of things. Um, my dad is a professional artist, so he's mm -hmm. insane at everything. But, so uh, talented. He's so talented. Very, very. Um, but yeah, me and him, will uh, we make helmets. And I, we're right now working on a, a little Mandalorian costume and helmet that he's uh, put together himself. He made his own like little template of a helmet, and now he's, he's putting all that together. Uh, I myself am cool. actually working on a, uh, a dark saber that will like move. It will actually animate. So uh, wow. hopefully that will turn out okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you guys want to awesome. yeah, gotta... see progress see. on that, you know, yeah. you can check us out on all of our Instagrams and uh, that's probably where the best, the, be the best place to see what we're working on is probably our Instagram. We're, we're going to get a little bit better at posting. We haven't been yeah. posting a whole ton. <laughs> None um, of us post very often. But... Especially with the whole COVID thing. It's just kind of hard to stay motivated for what you want to do, but it's mm, like, you gotta, sure. you gotta pursue what you're passionate about and doing this kind of stuff is, it's just fun. It's what we love to do. So it's like, that's, you know, it's a good escape from reality a lot of the time, which yeah. I think is nice. For sure. And then even you, Kate, you've worked on a couple, you've done like more Disney bound kind of stuff. but Yeah, uh... yeah, I've done, I've done a few Disney bounds, which has been super fun. And like, For especially sure. when going to Disneyland, like that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, if Disneyland open ba opens back up, I will be working on, um, like me and my friend want to do a Woody and Buzz cool. costume. Oh, be cool. So if you guys want to check that out, it'll probably be on my Instagram. So that'll be cool. For sure. We'll see. <laughs> and as of right now, I think um, our, our goal, we have kind of a goal set. We're working on Mandalorian. So that's my costume. Then for Gentry, I think we're working on a Boba Fett. Yeah. We're going to try oh, to do a... older Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, like Mandalorian Season 2 Boba, yeah. which will be super cool. And then for Kate, um, we're, trying to, we're trying to do a Bo-Katan costume. 
Should be cool oh, trying man. to like look at the costume like and just get the pieces together <laughs> yeah. and like figure it out. We'll see if we can awesome. get it done. That's that's the goal for the year. Uh, so <laughs> now I gotta think gotta, of I know to we gotta get you <laughs> in that, dude. Yeah, yeah seriously. We're also almost done with my wife's Caradoon costume. Yes, oh. yes, we've been looks awesome for a so bit. far, and I absolutely love love how it looks. For yeah, sure. yeah, I get the whole Mando crew in there. Yeah. There you go. I, I'm a little bit tall for Grogu, but uh, <laughs> it we can make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was it last week you said that they were adding more characters to Galaxy's Edge? Right? Oh yeah, I I yeah. read a report. Um, I I need to like get better at citing all these sources. I'll start saving them. But it's it's all on Twitter. Everything's on Twitter now. So who knows if it's real? But I read a thing on Twitter that they're apparently trying to add. Ahsoka and the Mandalorian and Grogu as walkarounds for Galaxy's Edge, which would be so cool to see that. Like that <laughs> yeah, would be would awesome. Seriously, like after having walking around, like ha- having been walking around Galaxy's Edge, like being able to see those type of characters would like, for I would freak oh, out. Man. Like seeing Kylo <laughs> yeah. Ren like so close to you, I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh. It so. was so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be super sweet to see. Amazing. And a lot of people, I think it would be cool. I love this idea, and I've heard it talked about quite a bit in the community. Is that if they did like seasonal time frames for Galaxy's Edge, not like holidays, awesome. but like if they changed the um, like the Star Wars period that it's set in for the seasons, I know it'd be really hard to do, but it wouldn't be too bad. I feel like if they mm-hmm. went from like prequel era to original trilogy era to the sequel era and like had Mandalorian and stuff walk around, Mandalorian and Ahsoka can fit in kind of this sequel era that they're in because it's a little bit closer to that time frame. Mm-hmm. It's closer to the original trilogy, but it is kind of in that gap in between. Mm-hmm. But I would love it if we could get like Luke Skywalker and like Princess Leia and stuff walk around from like the original trilogy, That'd have them awesome. in there, yeah. and <laughs> have like the original, have like Anakin and Obi Wan and stuff like they wandering. Are... Yeah, I mean, yeah, in the original, mm-hmm. it'd be so That'd cool be to so see. Fun People to would see. love that. So. It'd be, it'd be awesome i feel like it's doable for them they could probably because the land like it's just a planet you know and i know the falcon is kind of a set piece from the original but it's been in all of the trilogies like in episode Mm -hmm. three you can Mm -hmm. see it as a little easter egg flying around so it's like they could make it work but i understand if they don't but i think that would be kind of something really cool that they could do that a lot of people want that'd be amazing they could also that way sell more merchandise from these other trilogies and get different lightsaber hilts and stuff like that around which i think would be super cool to so, see that, yeah. For sure. Okay, guys, so, um, yeah, that's kind of the majority of the stuff I had to talk about. There's a few other little bits here. Um, one of our other segments that we were going to try to do that we forgot last week, we want to try to do a character highlight every week, so we're just going to talk about the characters that we love. Um, or I mean, it could literally be anyone. We're just going to have one of us pick each week, and then we're just going to talk about that character and kind of what we think of them. Um, so, Katie... We had you slated for week one, but we yeah. forgot, so here we are week two, so right? we want to do... It's all good, week two. I was just talking to Christian, and I was like, you know what? What better way to start out our podcast by talking about the highlight of the Star Wars universe, Grogu? So, I just figured we could talk a little bit about our favorite little green guy, and just, you know, green boy. Yeah, figure out what's kind of going on, and how mm-hmm. everyone feels about it. So yeah, I mean, let's just... What do you, what do you guys think? Grogu. Love him, hate well, him. First of yeah. all, love him. <laughs> yeah, how can you the not? Best. I <laughs> the, mean, the cutest character in Star Wars, besides Obi Wan Kenobi, of course. But and anyways, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Grogu has like literally from the second I saw him, like you like get to a point after like a while, and you know he's like uh, everyone talks about him. You're like, yeah, he's all cute and everything, you know. But I, I still like my old classic characters, and then 
Mando season two came out, and I was like, nope, I literally love Baby Yoda <laughs> and everything about him. Like, Grogu, top tier, top tier. So. Uh, yeah, from I think from the second he was on screen, he just stole the hearts of everyone in the yeah. Star Wars Seriously. fandom. Like, <laughs> I mean, as soon as you not. see him pull that little blanket down over his face, you're like, oh, that's adorable, and you yeah. just, like, fell in love. And even after the end of season one of Mando, like, you know, there was so much merch that dropped after the fact, and it was kind of, like, in your face, in your face, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever, he's a little overrated. Then season two came out, and immediately, I'm like, nope, never mind, I love him again, you know, right, right, right away. Yeah, like, same thing he's with just, me. He's so cute, it's such a good, and, and honestly, he's got a good story, too, yeah. that's another yeah. thing that's important, is, like, I think he's got one of the most well-developed stories for a character we've never said say one word. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, <laughs> so, so true. Well, yeah, and it, it's yeah. it's cool that he's like a driving point for another character, like with yeah. with um, you know, Dinjar and like everything. Mm. He, it drives his character like so much, you so know, like in everything so. that he does, and like, you know, you can't have the Mandalorian without Baby Grogu. Like, you just can't. And mm. that's yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. why it's gonna be real interesting to see what happens with season three. So sorry, yeah. we're probably gonna get into spoiler territory for season two. So yeah, if you haven't seen season two of Mando, what? are you doing here <laughs> but uh you know after all um, are welcome yeah right i know no for sure for sure it's just like okay if you haven't talked about it like by now if you haven't seen it by now you don't want to see it so we're gonna talk maybe about just it. stop listening right now. just go watch mando right now yeah. here's the spoiler Pause it's it. coming three two one grogu dies so after luke takes him at the end of season two it's just i think it's gonna be super interesting to see where they go in season three like because to me, there's no way he's not going to be in there somehow. He has to be. Yeah. He Whether or not they show I mean, it. Because if they really go the route of keeping Grogu with Luke the entire time and ending up making it so that he is one of the Jedi that dies in this like new Jedi temple where Ben Solo like massacres all these Jedi, oh, people it's, will riot. Yeah. Like, yeah. You'll have Seriously. a riot in the streets, there will be <laughs> I mean, he's just such I a plan good... to riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, for real. Holly's gonna be there, gonna riot. She'll be right <laughs> up there. Grogu's number one. <laughs> Star Wars is bullcrap. Yeah, seriously, oh, he's just such a great character. Like, he just has such a cool story, and everything he does, like, just... I want to I wanna just have a show where I can just watch him <laughs> all the just, time. Just baby, baby, baby monitor, baby Grogu monitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. him in the crib, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love it. I think he's great. Uh, we haven't heard much from you, Gentry. What do you think about him? Uh, I love baby Grogu. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Grogu. Like A lot of people weren't happy about the name, but I, I, I seem to like it. I like, like it. it. It's like a very different, like, you You get used to saying Baby Yoda for sure. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Even, even they said that, that you can still call him Baby Yoda. Yeah. It, it's still fun. And, yeah, uh... I just love Baby Yoda. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. not much more to say. It's yeah. like he's such a likable character. I yeah. need to see a show, but like from the perspective of every babysitter he's had. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be it's great. just like it's just like a what is that? Like first person camera yeah, of just Baby Yoda. It's like a chest mounted him. GoPro, and he's <laughs> yeah. just like seeing all of the people. Oh, he's so cute! Like <laughs> right? he's face. just like eating those cookies. Uh, I want to see. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just super excited to see what they do in uh, season three because. Yeah. I I can't imagine him just completing the Jedi training even because we like the one scene where he's like throwing those troopers yeah, around. Yeah. That's dark. Yeah, for it's sure. It's kind of 
a lot. Well, and we know that, like, even Luke, he's got a bit of darkness in him for yeah. sure. Like, you see right there at the end of Mando, like, when he crushed that dark trooper with the Force, that's I was like, terrifying. Jeez, yeah. dude, that's a total dark side move right there <laughs> yeah. to me. Like, mm-hmm. so it will be very interesting to see. I'm, I'm thinking what's going to end up happening is he's probably going to want to end up going back to Mando after yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to miss him, for sure. Like, those two are, like, an iconic duo. But I would love to see it if he ends up getting his own little lightsaber. Have him running around with a oh lightsaber. Mando with the dark saber. Like, oh, yeah, a unstoppable. That's terrifying. people are speculating that he'll be on the dark side, which I Tons don't... Of people. I don't know. Like, I just... I don't see it personally happening. But if it did, I think it'd be a really interesting story about, like, how and why. Like... Definitely. It'd just be cool to see. But... I personally don't think he's going to turn to the dark side. That would be such a hard emotional hit. I would cry for days. (laughs) I can't see him going to the dark side at all. Yeah. Now now that they got rid of Gideon, Mm -hmm. who do you think will be the villain for... Will it be Thrawn? Like, will Thrawn be, like, the main villain? And what will Thrawn be after? Will he be after Mandalore? Will the Mandalorian and... Thrawn go at it for that. That'd be crazy to that see. Would be. And also, uh, I'll come back to it. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on that? You want me to start with it? Because I got a lot of ideas on that. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like probably not Thrawn because I have a, I have a suspicion that Thrawn's going to be more for the Ahsoka show. But that's I think he's going to be know, an overarching villain over multiple shows. Is my which totally that's what be. I was thinking yeah, too. I mean, which totally he'll probably be. be you'll probably we'll, we might see a glimpse or two of him in Mando season three, but he'll mm-hmm. probably be more in the background as a manipulator rather yeah. than up yeah. front actually yeah. in the fight. I feel like someone else is gonna come and be like the main villain probably. For and like I think three. they could even set it up in a way where they don't have a main villain and the yeah. main conflict is between him and Bo-Katan Ooh, over the dark saber and the be. ruling of Mandalore because they're probably. I think that season three is probably going to start out with them trying to retake. It'll be the Siege of Mandalore 2, <laughs> taking it back from the Empire, who apparently either messed up the planet or they're there occupying it. I don't. We don't really know at this point. So we know that somehow Bo-Katan lost the Darksaber to Gideon, so there's definitely some conflict there. But So crazy. I really How hope. How like be in that storyline, do you think? Uh, like I say, I think he's probably going to want to leave Luke after training for a while, or either they're going to have some major issue come up and they're going to need a, their, the help of the Jedi, and they might go and get both of them, which would be crazy, or mm-hmm. if they've got more. Do you think they're going to replace Gideon and with like a... Yeah, and just bring in another, maybe Thrawn? Yeah, like, I mean, Maybe really the Emperor like, sends someone else to do the cloning. Mm-hmm. So and it could situation. be there whoever they've got like controlling Mandalore if they have the Empire occupying it. I want to know who's in charge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it's like they've got this Imperial remnant that's still around, but it's kind of transitioning more into the First Order time frame. So I want to yeah. see more of how that all evolves. I'm very curious to see who's there. We know that Thrawn is out there, so he it literally it could be Thrawn, which maybe. would be crazy. I don't see why he would be maybe a younger Snoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be yeah. insane. And that was another plot point in season two that a lot of people speculated against is that one scene um, with Cara Dune and Grief Cargo when they were retaking that little, like, base on that planet. There's those test tubes with the bodies in there. Oh, yeah. Tons of people were thinking that was Snoke. But my personal thoughts is that they were trying to clone a body for Palpatine. Because mm-hmm. Palpatine, um, from the Rise of Skywalker, you kind of see that he's been around for a while in these, like, decrepit bodies that aren't working for him because he puts his force essence into those. And then he says himself that he created Snoke. 
So I'm like, it wouldn't really make sense for me for it to be Snoke in those scenes because he would have had to have been around first to create Snoke himself True. to I try mean, to manipulate, like, he's basically doing the Emperor's, like, will for him while he's not around kind of a thing. Yeah. So. yeah. And I know a lot of people get confused on the way that Palpatine is still alive. And yeah, like, yeah. Stuff like that. Do you want to... So, Go more into that. For sure. So. Yeah, we can talk about it for a bit here. Like, what was really cool is um, you were actually telling me a lot about it from the Plagueis book. Yeah. They kind of... I actually don't know if that one is currently canon or not anymore, but it has a lot of really fascinating plot points for, like, Force Essence, and it kind of has to do with, like, the midichlorians and stuff, and how you can learn through the Force to, like take your essence in these midichlorians and, like, the stuff that makes you you out of your body, and you can potentially put it into another donor but the body has to be like capable of like wielding i guess all of your force energy yeah you have a lot so that's why it's so hard for palpatine to like just put himself into something else and that's why he was so gross and decrepit at the end of like episode nine mm. and stuff which yeah. i think was so cool so. <laughs> he's all up to all this stuff and you're like where the heck did you come from it's that's what gross. that's what i liked about the mandalorian is how they explain like they say M count a lot, which is yeah. midichlorian count. Yep, and definitely. And from the Plagueis book, they said that the body will reject uh, if there's a lot of midichlorians into another body, like a blood transfer or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, so I could see it's the same way if you do have a lot of midichlorians, like, and you're transferring them into a different body, or someone else me and christian were speculating the other day that even ray and kylo ren through the like their force <laughs> bond or whatever their force bond the, their dyad yeah the dyad that's the word <laughs> yeah so they were able to or kylo was able to save ray mm -hmm. through midichlorian transfer and so and healing them like in the Plagueis book yeah, which was cool because it's like we were th thinking a little bit about that, that it'd be easier for them to transfer force energy or stuff like through the force because you see that handoff of the lightsaber like behind mm -hmm. his back or to Ray and it's like, okay, oh that how did that happen? That Chilling. was like a transfer through the force kind of a thing. So if like they could do that with a completely normal object, just transferring your essence into somebody else probably wouldn't be too difficult for them. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And me and Christian... We, we were getting kind of deep into our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if, like, this is opposite of what anyone else is saying or, like, true. It's just <laughs> our, like... Speculation, Speculation of it. Mm -hmm. But in that sense, we were thinking that Padme was a little Force-sensitive or she was a dyad with Anakin. Yeah. And... They just That's like, what weren't... brought them together so much in the movies, and which makes sense. To they me. they felt each other's emotions for sure. Oh yeah, and you can so see it through even the Clone Wars and everything. As Padme's dying, and Anakin too is dying at the point, like he's yeah. all burn up. He he is way more about to die than Padme. Like right at the end of Episode Three, like Revenge yeah. of the Sith, they're both on like Padme's in labor. Anakin is fried. Yeah. And they're just sitting there like, we thought it was like a crazy idea, but what if Padme like unknowingly gave her force essence to Anakin and that's oh. what ended up killing her? Because the, like the little medical droid sitting there explaining, he's like, 
we don't know why, but she's dying. And they're like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. She's perfectly healthy kind of a thing. But, like, Mm -hmm. if she just transferred her life essence, because Anakin could have died from the injuries that he sustained, but what if that's what kept him alive is that kind of a thing? Like, a lot of people speculated it was Palpatine that kind of, like, took the life essence out of Padme and gave it to Anakin, and that's why he's sitting there smiling. But, like, we think it'd be more emotionally impactful if Padme did it unknowingly, like, you know, just because all her thoughts were clearly dwelling on Anakin, that she's sitting there, like, in agony, just, like, heartbroken over this and knowing that he's going to die, too. She knows Obi-Wan was there to kill him, so Mm -hmm. it's like, that would be such a crazy point. Even that scene where uh, it's been in in speculation, but when Vader is coming up, like, people have enhanced the video and they see him say... Oh, yeah, this yeah. one's crazy. Right as the mask for Darth Vader is lowering, you see Anakin's jaw, like, move a little bit. But if you listen, like, insanely close, it's really, really under. But it sounds like he says, Padme, help me. And then it closes wow. on him, and he's Darth Vader forever oh. after that point. Like, completely I need to go back and listen to enclosed that. Enclosed in That's the dark side. Crazy. It's And a lot of people, like, I don't think a lot of people appreciate episode three enough for that scene in particular. Yeah, the way lot, they set it up. A lot of people say that it was the Emperor... Mm-hmm. Uh, just taking away Padme's mm-hmm. like life force, but I'm thinking maybe, maybe the Emperor helped in transferring Padme's life force into uh, Anakin in yeah. a way. Well, and especially because Palpatine had this knowledge of knowing how to transfer his like mini chlorians and the life essence of somebody into something else because of the it goes into that in the Plagueis book a little bit. Which is really crazy. Yeah, they were apparently trying, I guess. Uh, yeah. That's according to the book, but I, I'm not sure if that one's canon or not anymore. So they might come up with a different reasoning for stuff in the future, but that's kind of our little speculation talk on that for a bit. Which is yeah, everything some crazy I've heard stuff. from the Plagueis book just goes along with the movies perfectly, and you you can see it. So if if you have problems with the non-canon stuff, like you don't have to listen to this or yeah you can have your own opinion about it but Mm -hmm. i felt like everything about it would be canon if it was a canon book for sure i also love that it would be a cool tie-in for the sequel trilogy a lot of people didn't love the whole forced dyad thing and the way that ben and ray ended i thought it was cool personally but like i get it if you didn't you know i totally understand like that's that's what we're all about here respect other people's opinions (laughs) like you know whether or not you liked it or loved it or hated it it's just like Okay, that's cool. You're entitled to that opinion, but I we think it was pretty cool for the most part. I think, yeah, and it'll just be a cool tie-in to it. Like for even sure. though I didn't love episode eight, mm-hmm. uh, I felt like it had good qualities to it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like you were saying earlier, there there were certain parts I didn't like about eight was like how they got rid of Akbar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In that one scene, so quick. That was so just sad. Like destroyed so him. Fast. He's just in the background, and he gets blown up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. And, and I'm like, well, I hope they don't do that with like Baby Yoda, like in. Like, oh man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like get rid of someone like so quick. Like, Such a yeah. Even with like. He's too big now to do him that way. <laughs> yeah. That that'd do him dirty, dude. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh man. Yeah, that's what. That's my beef with episode eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> episode eight, Akbar dies. That's why Gentry hates it. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, we love all the Star Wars movies. There are yeah. just certain parts about certain ones that we didn't love yeah. as much as others. Mm-hmm. And, and people complain about the sequels, prequels, and everything. And yeah. There, there are certain things that you wouldn't 
love about them, but, like, it, if you start connecting, like, with the Plagueis, like, I love the third movie so much more, and it's, like, so much intense, and the sequel movies, because of just, like, our speculation with the dyad of the Force and everything is... Yeah. It just comes together perfectly. Getting into some of the, like, other media of Star Wars, like reading the books or the yeah. comics or the getting into the watching the shows, it, like, it really ties stuff in and explains it so much better. And, like, the Clone Wars really made people appreciate the prequel movies, like, way mm. more than when they first came out. After those, after they were out, like, people were just like, meh, but then Clone Wars came out. And I think a lot of the people, especially from our generation, who grew up with the prequel movies and the Clone Wars, we love them. Like, yeah. I absolutely mm -hmm. love them. I have no issues with them. Like, sure, they're not the best movies ever made, but to me, they have, like, <laughs> such a special place in my yeah. heart, and I love them. And I feel like that in another 10, 15, you know, to 20 years, it's going to be the exact same way for the, the sequel trilogy now. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean... Ray and Kylo, like, people growing up with those as their Star Wars, absolutely going to adore them in the future, you know? And, like, it's... It's not our place to try to shut anyone down who loves it, so, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, even things I didn't like at first, like Rebels, like, mm -hmm. I didn't really watch any episodes, or Forces of Destiny, I've been watching that lately. Yeah. And I was thinking, uh, it kind of looks kind of dumb, like, kind of cheesy and, like, more little kiddish, and so I didn't really want to watch it, but as I watched it, I was like, oh, I'm getting, like, really into this. It has, like, a lot of cool things. Yeah, for and, sure. And, yeah, and was a... Uh, book you're reading with the oh yeah so we yeah. could talk a little bit about that um light of the jedi so i'm still working on that one the yeah. new high republic book we're we'll running just... a bit of tight on time we might want to save that for next week yeah, yeah okay probably. sounds good yeah okay. we can just wrap it up here so sweet guys all right well that's a little teaser for next week yeah, yeah we'll talk we'll get into a little bit more on that sorry guys yeah we've got a bit of a schedule we got to keep here so we will wrap it up here yeah all right. All right. Sounds All right. good. Cool. Thanks for listening, right. guys. This is uh, episode two here, and we will be back next week for episode three. Yeah. Do we have the uh, the website up? Uh, everything like that? Yeah. Well, we've got. So it's going to be just the podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll have it on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, the okay. podcast app, and then we'll have it up on Spotify. And then um, you can follow us. We'll have our Instagram up for um, Archives of the Jedi Order. Uh, we're also going to make it a Facebook page and a Twitter page. So if you guys want to follow us, yeah. Archives of the Jedi Order, just We'd search us. It. and yeah. Give um, us a follow. Tell your friends. Yeah, for sure, guys. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Mm -hmm. So until next time. Yeah. yeah. See you next week. Bye. See you guys. Yeah. <laughs>